what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Early in the morning when the sun does rise Laying in the bed with bloodshot eyes Late in the evening when the sun sinks low That's about the time my rooster crows Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 50, volume 3 of Big fan, and yes, that is correct. You heard right. 50 episodes of talking about absolutely nothing but learning oh so much. My name is Chad East, and I'm a big fan of pumpkin spice. Matching my mask with my outfit and reliving my youth as I wait for my daughter to get her permit at the DMV. Hank, take it away. Oh, oh 50 episodes. Awesome. My name is Hank Imran. I'm a big fan of the cool, crisp air that comes with fall. Your son coming back with a negative COVID test and using your quarantine time to pressure wash your entire home. Okay. Sounds like a lot of things have happened in the last two weeks, Hank. We're coming uh, to our audience live on September 24th. Yes, September 24th. This is a Thursday Thursday afternoon, a rainy Thursday afternoon in Hickory, North Carolina, as I look out my window and think, so two weeks, quarantine test or COVID test, quarantining. Tell me what the heck has been going on in the Imer household, please, sir. So, you know, this past week is the first time we are the last last week was the first time we were at school. You know, everything's been online. Right. And so week we decided we were going to go back to school and Harris was on the A group which means he goes Monday Tuesday right B group goes Thursday Friday so he was on the A group he's there Monday he's there Tuesday everything's great we get a call on Friday that says your son has been within six feet of somebody that has tested positive for COVID and he was there for more than 15 minutes so immediately our heart drops like, what in the world is, you know, two days we've been in school, this happened. So um, what ended up happening is a little boy in his class ended up, um, ended up with, uh, it was fine, you know, didn't have a temperature because they checked the temperature, didn't have a temperature. Then Wednesday started to have a little bit of a symptom, got tested, found out he had it on Friday. So we go and get tested. We get tested Friday. Okay. And if you haven't had this test, Chad East, I've never had this test, but I watched this test happen. They stick a straw up your nose uh, that's probably about seven inches long. It is, I mean, it is scratching the other side of your brain, right? It's awful. I it looked like it hurt, and I wasn't even taking it. And they go up the right nostril and they root around in there for a minute. Then they bring it out, and Harris is shaking, right? He is in tough shape. They're like, all right, we just got to go up the other nostril. He looked at me like they just tried to sell him something ridiculous. And he was like, other nostril? So they shoved that thing up the other nostril. Well, go in there. How long is it really up there, though? Because I, I can't stand anything in my nose. Like, I, I'm, I'm very fearful of having to do one of these because, I mean, are we talking about, is it like three seconds? Is it 30 seconds? Give me the lowdown, bro. I need to know this. They... They, you know how long you clean your ears with a Q-tip? Yes. 
That's about how long it is. You're talking about five, I don't know, five seconds or whatever. I don't know. So too long. Yeah, they stick it in there and it's inches. I'm talking like three inches in your nose, right? So, yeah. So he takes his test. He holds it together. Doctor comes in, talks to us. We walk back out the car. That dude busts open in the car, just falls apart. He was like, that is horrible, horrible. I do not want to get to the point where he's like, I don't want to go back to school because I don't want to get another COVID test. And I dig it. I mean, at this point, I don't want one. He was like, maybe you should get one. I was like, what? Unless you come back positive, I'm not getting one. (laughs) Right. So, so we go home and at this point we go from us all hanging out and everything being cool to every time you're around him, he's wearing a mask now. So he wore a mask to get his COVID test. He's wearing it to get back. Anytime he comes in the house, this is Friday night. He's got to wear a mask anywhere around us. He can take it off in his room or downstairs when he's playing Xbox or whatever. And uh, we're wearing them if he's in the kitchen with us, like if we're in the same room. Right. So talk about inconvenience, you know, the, you know, it's awful. And Reagan, you know, with a previous hit heart history, we were trying to be really cautious of her. So, you know, you go from Friday, everything being cool to, all right, we're going to cancel our baseball game this weekend, or, you know, we're not going to go to our baseball games this weekend. Um, he's not going back to school. I probably am not going back to work until these test results come back. And uh, you think that it's going to be, oh, it'll be here before, you know, the end of the week. Saturday, we don't get a call. Sunday, we don't get a call. Monday, we don't get a call. And it comes back. We get a call on Tuesday. And it's just like, yeah, hey, guess what? You're negative. Thanks. You know, appreciate it. So before you before you get that call, that five days of waiting or four or five days of waiting, talk to me a little bit about kind of like what that time is, not only for you, but like for Harris, because he can't see his friends or do anything. Right. He's basically he's at the crib like for Reagan. How she I mean, it's just got to be a very nerve wracking uh, kind of experience. I would think those four days. It is because, you know, she wants to hug her little boy. Can't do that. You know, I turned into I was turned into Dr. Fauci or whatever. I mean, checking out all the scenarios and statistics because I kept thinking, man, he was with this kid. Both of them had on masks. The place that they got within six feet was walking around the track outside. So what's his exposure? Right. Like minimal. Right. But then you start thinking, like every time you'd see him fart, you'd be like, is that a symptom? You know, what What in the world has he got going on? So, you know, right. Every single time he'd do something, you'd be like, I don't know. He might have a symptom. So he would start, you know, every day we'd be like, hey, you feeling OK? You feeling good? You feeling good? And he never had a symptom. So, you know, that's uh, that's good. That's good. But so Tuesday, we get it. Harris was he wasn't that shook at first because, you know, we don't get a lot of uh, downtime just because, you know, we'll be running around doing something or playing a sport or going to practice. And we had a lot more downtime than he was used to. And he got in, in front of that Xbox a little bit more. And he got in front of that iPad a little bit more. And he wasn't that upset until about the third day. The third day he wanted to go fish with his buddies and everything else. Yeah. So how so he's everything's good, which is fantastic news. And now that means, you know, he goes he can go back to school or he's back to school. No, he goes back. He's online. He goes back to school full like the Monday and Tuesday on October 5th. Okay. So on October 5th, he can go back. So until then, he's just online. 
Um, but you feel confident that, you know, we're not wearing masks anymore. I mean, he came back with a negative thing. I came, I stayed off of work because there's a lot of people at my office that are concerned about, you know, getting COVID there. Many of them have uh, peripheral things that are going on with them that have caused them to be concerned. And so I took this week, stayed at home this week, worked from home just for the simple fact that I didn't want them to feel uh, any type of anxiety about, you know, possibly him getting a, a symptom or something. So I stayed out, which came to my my point. You can get a lot done when you're feeling good and at home and got to stay at the house. I bet um, your closet you know, is spick and span. Every, th- every drawer that had like junk in it, y'all probably cleaned that sucker out. Because I, I know that's what we've done at our house too over the last probably six months. But yeah, you got kind of things organized, just like the time genies do, right? They organize. <laughs> oh, what a segue to Mr. East. It only took you 50 episodes to do something like that. You know, uh, let's let's give a word to our sponsor, the Time Genies. The Time Genies, man, an errand run or you need uh, a concierge service, whether for your company or personal, uh, Time Genies is who you need to go to. And I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe it's www.time-genies.com. That's exactly that's right, right, Hank. It's time-genies.com. Call them for any of your organizational needs. And shoot, it sounds like you could work for Time Genies after all the cleaning and organizing you've been doing over the past week, my friend. So, um, you know, besides organizing, did you? what else did you get to do? Maybe you could play a little baseball with uh, with your son. Do you get involved with the Xbox, any? Do you ever jump on oh, and yeah. jump in a game? What, what do you play? Oh, what yeah. I play. He plays COD, which is Call of Duty, which is a shooter game, and I get on that with him. But uh, we played a little bit of that. But I, I got real intimate with my back patio. I got a pressure washer out and took it down to clean, and it, it looks good. But you know, you get kind of um, resourceful with your time. And Harris likes to fish, so on on Google, you know, you can pull up a map and you can see, you know, Google Earth. You can see everything around you. So these guys on YouTube have started doing pond hunting. Oh, wow. And they get Google Earth or uh, Google Maps and they'll pull it up and they'll find a pond near them that you didn't know about. Now, there's some like behind the old Ace hardware that's about the size of a dime that <laughs> shows up that you drive. You can't get to it. But he's found one. He found one. He's like, Dad, this looks like a pretty big body of water. Let's go drive and go look at it. So I knew where it was and I didn't want to disappoint him. So we drove to where it was and it was at the first plaza building. Out on Tate Boulevard, you know yeah. the one with the fa- absolutely right? the tallest building in Hickory. Yes, tallest building in Hickory. So he goes, "We're gonna fish that. We're fishing that." I said, "All right, we'll fish it." Lo and behold, we caught four bass out of there the other day. No kidding. Are yep, you that's what about we did that, on- that little pond that's in front of. I, I didn't even know that was fishable. Wow, unbelievable! Well, they, they got a fence around it, and we waited till five o'clock so nobody'd be there, and we uh, cast it on in there, and your boy. Caught a couple of bass. Uh, Harris caught a couple of bass. So we've been uh, forced to uh, look for things to do. We've we've hit baseball quite a bit, and uh, but you know you gotta you gotta find the ponds. Got a pond hunt. That's pretty exciting, man. Technology. Who would have thought technology would get us to a place where if you wanted to fish, you go online to Google Maps and if and you can find a pond that shoot, there might be one that's five hundred yards down that away from your house that you never even knew about. You know how fun. That's exciting. That's for sure. 
love some technology. That's for so, sure. Um, you know, the air is getting crisp, as you mentioned in your intro. And, you know, when the air is crisp and the leaves begin to change color and you start wearing your sweaters and all this stuff, you know, there's only two things that come to mind, Hank. First, it's like football, football weather. And second, it's pumpkin spice. Okay. I have never been a fan of pumpkin spice. You know, every time when, you know, fall comes around, there's pumpkin spice muffins and pumpkin spice coffees and pumpkin spice uh, shampoo. And you know, I mean, you, everything is pumpkin spice. So up until a week ago, I have been anti pumpkin spice, right? So we get to um, take my girls. We their first Don't day. tell me you did it. <laughs> the first day of school, you know, let's go. First day of school was great. Let's go get us a surprise little treat. Pick the girls up. Where are we going to go? Daddy, we're going to Starbucks because the pumpkin spice frappuccino is out. It is It is time for some pumpkin spice. Man, it's only September. I thought you had to wait till October 1 for official pumpkin spice season. But no, no, no. They're starting it early like they start everything. So, um. They get the two pumpkin spice frappuccino, and I look at it. And I was like, "Hmm, that looks pretty good. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna dive in." So I dive in and enjoy my first pumpkin spice frappuccino. I'm locked in, Bo. I've now got pumpkin spice coffees up in here. I've got a pumpkin spice deodorant. If you need it on Halloween, just spray right under your underarm. We're eating pumpkin spice muffins. We're making loaves of bread with pumpkin spice. I mean, it is. It's taken over my world, Hank. It's taken over my world. You, you see me, and if I smell like a, a, a scent of, if you smell a scent of pumpkin spice, you know that it is me walking by you. <laughs> you've you've lived with women way too long, man. You have lived with them way too long because Lord knows pumpkin spice. How can you get locked on pumpkin spice, man? That's horrible. I I'm like, I'd rather you. I'd rather you wear patchouli than rock. <laughs> it's my guy. I'm like Pookie in New Jack City. I mean, I can't get enough of this pumpkin spice. Every time I go to the grocery store, I'm looking up and down the aisles to see what next pumpkin spice product I can purchase. It's taking over my world, bro. It's taking over. I need some. You're help. gonna have that. You're gonna have that scarf out. You're gonna have that scarf out soon because you're gonna. You know, we're making fun of you. You're wearing a short sleeve shirt for God's sakes. You can't <laughs> have pumpkin spice lattes or frappuccino. First of all, why you have a frappuccino? Come on now. <laughs> Very true. Is it a coffee or something? Man, I, if we have three viewers, we just lost two of them. because. Of this <laughs> well, the one viewer that stayed with us, I'm sure they're a pumpkin spice fan, Hank. So anyway, hey, man, so 50 episodes. I mean, can you believe this? 50 episodes? I, I can't believe they've allowed us to do it for 50. This is this is unprecedented that they would they would allow us to do it because, you know, I was I was thinking about it because we talked about it a week, uh, two weeks ago. We kind of talked about, you know, we're getting to that 50 number. And, um, you know, it is funny how the material that we have on here just kind of creates itself. And uh, it's kind of how many episodes they've had a Seinfeld, how many episodes I mean, you know, to do to to come up with material for thousands of episodes is ridiculous. Please it's ridiculous. Not comparing big fan to Seinfeld um, or, or Cheers or uh, the Silver Spoons. You're Simpsons. not comparing big fan to one of those classics, are you, Hank? Of course I am, Chad. Of course I am. I'm dedicated to our craft here. But what I was saying is it's been hard talking to you for 50 episodes. I couldn't imagine doing it for 5,000. No doubt about it, man. No doubt about it. You think we got 50 more in us? Can we reach the century mark? I mean, what are the odds that we get to 100 shows? I think pretty good. I think pretty good. I 
Mm. Yeah. It, it just depends on your workload because I know you really work hard and you got to move us around to, to fit your schedule. The people in the big, the big fan audience doesn't need to, uh, to know this, but Chad tends to uh, have to move the schedule quite a bit to, to fit his, uh, his, uh, his needs. I'm a wheeler and a dealer, Hank. I'm here. I'm there. I'm everywhere. So sometimes you just got to juggle schedules so we can get together to record these fantastic episodes of Big Fan, which let me give you the reason I, I did have to move our schedule around a little bit this week. So believe it or not, I am a father to two wonderful daughters and one of my daughters who turned 15 in May but because of COVID was not allowed to get her permit. We finally were able to get an appointment at the DMV this week so she could officially get her permit, okay, which is so exciting. But the steps that led up to getting her permit have been an absolute debacle. Let me share with you what has gone on with the last two weeks in my household. So she passes the test, uh, her driving part where, you know, you ride with other student drivers. You remember when you had to do that? You put the little the sign on top of the cars, student driver, you drive around, you got to get like eight hours in with she knocks that out. We get the, the sign, the permit sign from the teacher that says, take this to the DMV with your social security number and your, your father or mother's ID and, you know, just um, set up the meeting. So we're like, okay, let's set up the meeting. We get everything set up. And then we start looking for the social security card, Hank. Olivia's social security card. We find Jennifer's card, my card, Lucy Rose's card, all our birth certificates. I found a coupon to Hong Kong Cafe for a free egg drop suit from 1998. I found coupon little tickets from Chuck E. Cheese when Chuck, you know, when Chuck E. Cheese's heyday. I found like Big Mac coupon, Pizza Hut coupons from when I was in college, Hank. But guess what? I guess what I did not find. Social security card. Social security card. I found a putt putt. Like uh, when you go to putt putt and they give you like a certificate when you go there for your birthday party, they give you the little trophy and a certificate. I found a happy birthday putt putt gift certificate certificate from 1982, but I did not find a social security card. So anyway, now our next task. Let's call the social security office. How do we get this card so Olivia can get a permit? They're all closed, Hank. They're all closed. You cannot go into a social security office. You can't call them to answer the phone. No one will answer. So we're, we're calling about what else can we do? What else can we do? So this is the other thing you can do. You can get a tax form from your uh, accountant that lists your dependents, you know, and it has Olivia's name and her social security card. So boom, we're ready. We set the appointment up. We go on the Monday. We're supposed to be there on a Monday. We go. The uh, nice guy at the DMV comes out, starts flipping through our stuff. He was like, Sir, I'm sorry to tell you this, but now you have to have a high school transcript enclosed in an envelope that's pre-sealed that no one can open. Anyway, long story short, Hank, what I'm telling you is we have been to DMV two times, three times, four times with no success. Finally, on Wednesday, finally on Wednesday, we get up there. We give the gentleman his stuff. Olivia goes in the back. She takes her test. And passes with flying colors. Oh, man. If you would have said failed. <laughs> but she was so worried that she was going to fail. She studied like three hours the night before for the test. I was like, Liv, trust me. I studied about yeah, three minutes right before I got up to the DMV. You, you got this, girl. Don't sweat it. You got this one. So the difference. You got this one. Hey, that's a, that's a great. That, you know what? 
that the anticipation you just led up there, if she would have failed that test, that would have been, I mean, that would have been the cherry on top. Oh, Go ahead. But there's no way she's failing. But I did think this was funny. Remember when you got your permit and your dad or mom took you to get your permit and you get it and you're like, all right, give me them keys. I'm driving. I'm driving back to school. Give me them keys. So I said, Liv, here we go. Here's his keys. And she's like, you know what? You just drive me around today if you don't mind. So she didn't even drive the car. She wanted me to drive her right to the uh, Dairy Queen to get a caramel sundae to celebrate, you know, the permit, which I did most happily. Uh, but anyway, the girl is legal now, man. The girl is legal now. So happy for her. Scary. Do you, uh, do you remember? You got to have a good story about either when you got your permit or when you got your license. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Oh, yeah. I, actually, my good story is when I was in the student driving program with my friend Stephen Sparks, and he and I both are really terrible drivers. And so he has to drive first. I'm in the back seat. And within, within eight minutes, I'm not kidding you, Larry Wittenberg, you remember Coach Wittenberg at the high school? He was he was my driving instructor, and I've got a funny story about him after your story. Go ahead. Okay, great. Well, he was my driving instructor. And so within eight minutes, we've already been to Homer's. Then we, I mean, he picks you up at your house at 7 o'clock in the morning back in the day. That's how it worked. And so then we picked up Steve, and then we went to Homer's. We ate breakfast. So we're supposed to be driving on the road at like 7.30. Shoot, it's 9.30. We haven't even started driving yet. We've been eating and running all these errands for our Coach Wittenberg. But Steven gets behind the wheel first, and with eight, within eight minutes – because Coach Wittenberg was like, I haven't had to use the emergency brake in at least five years with any student. He has used that emergency brake on Steven three times within the first like five minutes of driving. <laughs> Just hilarious. I'm in the back seat. I mean, I'm rolling around laughing. I'm trying to contain myself, but I'm just laughing my tail off <laughs> uh, at Steven because he was so nervous. But, you know, as soon as I we switched and the same thing happened to me, so I, I had no uh, ground to stand on because I was bad at the driver as Steven, but that's my funny driving story. Give me yours. I was uh coach Wittenberg had me too. And uh, I can't remember who was in the back. It was, it was some girl I remember. And uh, we got there, you know, 7am we get in the car, we're rolling out. She rides, she drives first and she's driving for like, you know, two hours or whatever. And then I get in there and we start driving and we're leaving Hickory. And he's like, just go, let's go down 127. So we go over the bridge and then we get further towards Taylorsville yeah. and we keep going. <laughs> and next thing you know, I look over and that cat's asleep. <laughs> so we go, I'm, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? I just keep driving. I keep driving. I get to Taylorsville. You are 90, 64 meets. Of course. Yes. And I say, I said, coach Wittenberg, right or left. He goes, where are we? Where are we? <laughs> That's great. I said, we're in Taylorsville. He was like, oh, turn around, turn around, turn around. That's so, so hilarious. Uh, you know, I was – He fell asleep on me. I was telling my permit story, you know, just like we're having a conversation at the tennis course the other day. Some other cat, I cannot remember who it was, who went to Hickory High, who had Larry Wittenberg as his coach, said the exact same story. He fell asleep in the car, too, and the dude just kept driving, knowing he needed to turn around, but just kept driving. So, God, that must happen to uh, – a lot of Coach Wittenberg's driving ed students. So great. 
It must, man. It must. Coach Wittenberg was great, though. Dude. He, he'd let you go wherever, but you're exactly right. If you had to go, if it was around lunch or it was around breakfast, you were stopping at Homer's and you're getting him a sweet tea and a mush egg and cheese. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Well, thank you for letting me share that permit story. It really, it didn't really make me feel young because when I'm sitting there, you know, you can't go in the DMV. You're just in your car waiting because everything is closed. But just to see all the little kids, I mean, not the kids, but the, the, the young adults, they come out and, you know, they're so proud. They're holding that permit or that license in their hand and their mom and dad come out and take a picture with them. I can just remember that day like it was yesterday. And so I get I get to be a little nostalgic for that afternoon as I waited on Olivia to get a permit. So, yeah, it was a good feeling to go down on memory lane that day for sure. Yeah, that, that is a, hey, that is a good feeling. I do remember, though, I was nervous like Olivia that I was going to fail my test. And I made my mom take me to Hudson to that DMV to take it because that way I could come back to Hickory and take it. So I went to Hudson, passed it, and I was like, all right, I'm all good now. Smart, smart move there, Hank. Smart move. Well, what else has been going on? Uh, going on in the Imer at the Imer household. We can talk about a little fantasy football. We can talk about a little tennis. I've got everything. Uh, you know, on our fiftieth episode, I had this long list of things that I really wanted to talk about and guest stars to come in and and talk with us. Well, it just didn't really happen, Hank. So I'm hoping you got something really good on your list of things to do today. Things to do today. Well, I, I will want to, you know, the thing that I want to do is I want to talk a little bit about tennis because um, it, I, from what I understand, you know, a couple of uh, uh, last year, you were in a match where you, you almost got in an altercation, right? Guy gets hit with ball on the other team. Next thing you know, people are coming across the net and uh, somebody, Chad's in the middle. All of a sudden, I'm playing with your brother up a court above you. And all of a sudden, I hear Chad going, whoa, 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 whoa holding people back, right? Yes. Well, last night I heard that same gentleman try to start another fight, right? I heard a similar story. I don't know all the details. Do you have the details to the story? I have not heard it yet. I don't. I don't have many of the details to the story. But what I, the thing that I was most proud of, I was most proud of. I was proud of one of our team Tiny Fist players, who's probably I don't know. He's he, he's nowhere near the size of the gentleman that he was stepping to. Stepped right up and said, if you want some, come get some, because he was ready to throw hands. And I dig it. So, you know, most of the time we talk about just tennis. This is not about tennis. This is talking about heart. And this guy, after they, I think, did they win? No, they lost. They lost. They lost in a tiebreaker. That's right. But this is not about tennis. This is about a young man that's fighting for his his pride and his respect and telling the bigger guy to go pound sand or come get some. And I thought that was, it was pretty spectacular last night when I heard it. Absolutely. I can't wait to hear the details of how it really came to this because this dude that you're describing, that you're talking about, he's, you know, he's a real laid back kind of fella. I can never really see him getting too angry. So something must have really set him off to want to get in this big, tall, big strong dude's face and say come on over here if you want some it must have been a a heck of a match for you know for that to have happened you know yeah 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 yeah. i'm i'm excited to hear it but uh you know as it normally happens team tiny fist comes out again with the victory and we're just slowly you know getting closer to a championship slowly slowly building momentum you know this team tiny fist two years ago or two seasons ago we couldn't sniff a win now, my friend, it just seems like, I mean, that's all we do is win. It's been a great, great, uh, 
we're gaining experience and we're getting better, man. It's pretty amazing to watch all of us get better. So the dudes that used to just dominate us, now the tables have turned and we're actually whipping that tail a little bit. So it feels good. feels real good. Heck. It does feel it, it does feel good. It feels it feels good to be on top. Now, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about is, you know, you we're all men that like to uh, maybe throw a shekel on a game or, uh, you know, have the opportunity to uh, uh, spice up a line or two on a game. Um, you know, with college football not really uh, being out there, what are you doing? To scratch that itch, because there's only so much you can gamble on. And I don't think, you know, counting how many Koa barks are going to come out when the, the trash man drives by is going to be a competitive thing to do. So what are we doing? What are we doing over there? Well, have you ever heard of a game called Pickleball, Hank? Have you ever heard of a game called Pickleball? I've heard of Pickleball, and I I, I can't wait to hear where this is going. Well, <laughs> We got real bored. I guess it was a couple, I don't know, maybe a week or two ago, and there were some little eight-year-old kids playing pickleball. So we did wager dollars on each point, like the guy, little boy in the red hat or the little girl in the white shirt who was going to win the next point. So it's re- we really sunk to a very, very low level of gambling where we're betting on kids hitting pickup pickleball, not even a real match, just playtime pickleball. A lot of fun. Let me, let me, let me, let me get this straight. When you said pickleball, I was anticipating you saying that you had gone and played against somebody and you started gambling within your game. What you're telling me is, is that you're driving around town <laughs> eyeballing random eight-year-olds and gambling with some other dude from your car handing dollar bills while watching Dude, we are we, this are, is unbelievable. Are we live on the air? I could get thrown in jail for what you just said. So let's come on, let's let's keep it uh Let's let, let's let's get off the look driving around looking at eight year olds. Let's get that off the podcast, Hank. We can't have that type of talk here, or I get thrown right in the slammer. All right, but anyway, we're we're making do. <laughs> College football is getting kicking kicking into gear this weekend. Actually, like SEC comes back to play. Uh, there's some ACC games. Hey, did you hear ACC football announced that the stadiums starting this? I think it's next weekend. They can actually bring fans in. Very small. Uh, populations of fans but like carter finley at nc state is going to have 4500 fans come in keenan at carolina they can i think they're getting 3200 fans in um i ask you the question again i ask you every week would you go like if they said all right hank here's a free ticket it's nc state versus carolina Five thousand fans can get in so you're socially distancing would you go to the game um you know I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, if it was like socially distanced and you, you know, you could feel quite comfortable being, I like, I, I think being outside and being six feet apart is fine doing whatever. I mean, there's going to be a point where you got to do something. So, I mean, if it were, you know, if it were done correctly and I felt like you could go in there and not have to be right on top of each other, yeah, I'd probably do it. How about you? Yeah, I think I would too. Actually, I'd give it a couple of weeks. I wouldn't be the first group that went in there. I'd kind of see how it looked and how the results were from everybody's experience. But I think it would be fun being one of those huge stadiums and being like the only person in your row and you're watching the football game with your family kind of all by yourself. And that I think that would be really, really cool. Um, so I don't know. Maybe uh, as the season progresses, maybe we'll give that a whirl. But right now, I'm pretty content sitting in my backyard watching on the big screen out on my porch. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I am too. Because, you know, that's the thing is like the sports right now, they're a, they're able to do it because they're doing it right. Like I – 
I know that, you know, the schools want to bring in fans and everything, but I would rather have the sport than the spectator. And so I know the experience is, you know, something that's important, but, you know, play the games. I mean, they're proven that if you keep them in a, you know, in a bubble, a safe environment or whatever, then, you know, they, it can be done. Baseball's doing it. Basketball's doing it. Um, you know, uh, I, I'm, I, I, football is kind of doing it, but, um, you know, the scary thing is, is that these college kids, it feels like every kid, um, on a college football team has had COVID or is getting COVID, right. you know, like as right now I read, I read something in ESPN that talked about, they were talking about one of the conferences, maybe the pack or something, but, uh, 30 to 35% of all the kids that had, had COVID that were, uh, on those football teams have, a myocarditis which now is a heart condition i read um, which is kind of yeah it's kind of scary to think that that's actually a problem that's a problem so what i read even further that if you have had covid before you do any type of strenuous exercise no matter who you are your age or anything they want you to go to your family physician just to get i guess run through a couple tests just to make sure that you're able to do those things because uh that's, that's a pretty scary thought you know but um that is another result of this COVID virus, which is so terrible. I mean, so terrible. Um, so talk to me, just changing the subject for a second. Baseball's got one more week to go. I helped uh, at Grandview Middle School move a bunch of brush and everything with a couple of huge baseball fans. Jason White, of course, you know my neighbor, who's a big, big baseball guy. So he was sharing with me who is good, who's bad, because I don't keep up with it. And uh, he said that the playoffs should be very, very exciting. They're in having two more playoff teams and then – Additional wild card teams, or what is it like this? This yeah. for Major League Baseball. Well, right now, right now it's fun because there there are a ton of teams that are really good. Like Cleveland, his team is uh, White's team. And he, I mean, he loves Cleveland. They just clinched last night, maybe with a walk off grand slam, oh, right? Wow. Which was inc- exciting. We were watching it live. It was incredible. National League is super strong. I mean, the Dodgers are you know, going to be the hands down favorite in the national league and the Padres, you know, being so close, like in proxy, you know, regionally being so close, they've got probably the best chance to kind of knock them off. The Braves are awesome this year. They have no pitching. I don't, they don't have great pitching, so they won't be able to go very far, but their offense is incredible. The Cubs are really good. The uh, Cardinals are really good. Then the American league, you know, you've got, um, uh, uh, like the Indians and of course the Yankees. Uh, so, I mean, it's going to be a fun baseball uh, playoff run. And then the world series is going to be pretty, uh, pretty impressive, but you know, it always comes down to the superpowers. So it's probably going to be the Yankees and the, uh, uh, the Dodgers, those major market teams, but I don't know. The pa- Padres have done a lot of work to get there and they may surprise people. Yeah. This is kind of breaking news. This just came out yesterday. For the uh, the series, like the American the the division series and the World Series, they're actually going to let fans come in. So you know, which you know, really? there's not been any fans in any of those stadiums, but during those two series championships and the World Series, they're going to let some fans in. So that'll be fun, you know, get to see some fans back in the uh, in the audience again, especially for those big they, World Series and stuff. Hmm? Aren't they doing that? For some reason, I thought that they were doing the World Series at a separate location, like they're doing it at. Texas at the Rangers brand new stadium. Is that that's exact. So actually there are 10. So national league championship series and the world series will be played in Arlington, Texas. Yes. Yeah. That's a brand new stadium. It's, it's apparently incredible. It's brand new. It's beautiful. And, um, but you know, usually the world series, you got home game, home game, home game, you know, you, right. you switch. Venues. And, um, that's what kind of makes it great. Cause it's hard for you to win at their home. And it's hard, you know, it's, that's the reason that you're the 
the top seed or the favorite is you get home field advantage. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out when they play it at a neutral location, unless a Texas team comes out. But I, I know the Rangers will be there. Yeah, they stink. Yeah, that's cool. Well, that, that'll be something to look forward to for sure. Um, we had our first soccer game, Lucy Rose's soccer game last weekend. We traveled to Hendersonville right outside of Asheville. Go up for the game. You know, I, I'm sure you experienced this with your baseball too. So you've got to social distance. you got to wear a mask. But, you know, they're not great. They weren't crazy strict. I mean, they did the, the referees weren't like spying on us to make sure we were doing it. But the kids, if you're on the bench, you got to wear a mask. And all the coaches had to wear masks. So that was different. After the game, the girls played so hard. They lost a, a heartbreaker three to two. The other team scored with two minutes to go. So we're, we're near Asheville. You know, I thought I'd get out of there. We watched the game. This was on a Saturday. I wanted to get back for the state uh, Wake Forest game. We're up there at three. And Jennifer was like, you know what? Let's go with, let's go grab lunch for some of the kids and their families while we're in Asheville. We're so close to Asheville. They got great food. Let's do it. I was like, sure. Why not? Let's go. So we popped down the road. Somebody wants to go to PF Chang's, right? So we, we get, get in line for PF Chang's. There's a 30 minute wait because there's a limited capacity, but they sit us outside, have a great, great meal. Just, I was like, girls, what a match. Just order whatever you want. Yeah, extra Shirley Temples. You know, get you some appetizers. Let's get a dessert if we want it. Go ahead. So the Asheville soccer game, which we were supposed to just go up there, get a hot dog, come back home. P.F. Chang's lunch. P.F. Chang's lunch cost me $145, Hank. $45. Then we have to go shopping at the outlets. That one soccer game ended up hurting a brother. I'm gonna have to work some overtime. I'm gonna have to work some overtime next week to just say to pay pay for this trip. But we had a great, great time. The girls, it was just good to see them back out in the field doing what they love again. So that was fun. It be it was worth that PF Chang's, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Don't be so don't be so stingy, Dad. Come on now. Come on, Dad. Hard, man. Get off your hip. $140. That's hard, boy. That's hard. Well, what you got going on this weekend, man? Anything exciting? Yeah, well, so Reagan is going up. She just left at one to go meet her sister up in the mountains. She's spending the weekend in Linville. Every year, my sister-in-law has a bunch of her high school buddies come up, and they come up on Thursday, and they spend the weekend together. Well, not all of them could come, and so she invited Reagan to come up there with the few that are able to go with some of our uh, like um, our friends' wives that are from the same age group. So um, they're going up there for uh, till Sunday, and so it's a boys' weekend here. So wow. we've got a fish off this quarantine right today and tomorrow and then uh we've got a baseball game on saturday morning because we didn't get to play last week because we were waiting for our covid test and so we get to play saturday and sunday and then she'll be back but our games on saturday are early they're at 8 30 and 10 15 mm. and so we'll be we'll be back in hickory by lunch and we'll be ready to do something i'm sure fishing may be part of it i don't know but maybe getting into some trouble. What you doing? Sounds like a really good weekend. Um, we have a soccer game in Mint Hill at uh, 9 o'clock. We have to be there 45 minutes early, so we're going to be leaving Hickory about 6.45 on a Sunday. Uh, Friday, we're going to check out this New Mexican restaurant, Hank. It's called Las Compadres or something. Have you heard about this one? Had a big write-up in the Hickory Day. Las before. Compadres? Yes, Las Compadres. Is, isn't that what I said? <laughs> That was the most butchered pronunciation I've ever heard in my life. You should be fired. <laughs> uh, Where, have you been there? Have you been there? Is it good? No. Okay. Well, I've heard some. Oh, great- I've not been there. Where is it? 
I think it's in Newton. And so uh, we're going to give it a whirl. One of on Olivia's soccer teams, one of her teammates' parents own it. So they're they're the the restaurant owner. So we're going to go uh, check it out, and, and I'm sure it's going to be wonderful. And then Saturday, we're going to do some yard work. Oh. I need a. Is your pressure washer one of those good pressure washers, or one of those ones that barely spits out any water? It's basically like you're holding the hose in with your finger and trying to make it come out stronger. You know, I don't need a pressure washer like yeah, that. Yeah, so, I need a good one. So, so the good thing about my pressure washer is it's not my pressure washer. I borrow <laughs> it from somebody. The good news is is that you know the same person, so I can tell you who that is, and then you can do it. And it, it was a good one. It worked well. So. As my pressure washer is your pressure washer, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I love it. So after we get off, yeah, off this uh, podcast, let me know who it is. I will plan the pressure wash on Saturday. Then we're going to Saturday evening. Is going. It's it's chock full of college football, Hank. So NC State plays Virginia Tech. Tennessee opens the season against South Carolina. You know we've got a bunch of friends that are big Tennessee volunteer fans, so they're very anxious to watch this game. Maybe I might watch the game with one of those dudes. And then Sunday we've got soccer all day. So. It's going to be a fun weekend, and the, the weather, as you can tell, it's starting to get cooler, man. It's like 63 degrees here in good old Hickory, North Carolina, and it just feels so, so right. It does feel right, and I'm looking – it's supposed to be warmer tomorrow and Sunday, but, um, you know, it, it. I hope it just stops raining. I don't want it to rain this weekend. I want it to be nice. Yeah. I'm not here for the rain. Let's make it nice, and let's go from there, so – um, I'm with you. I, I'm excited about being outside this weekend. Absolutely, buddy. Absolutely. Well, man, this is going to be a wrap on our 50th uh, episode. And it's kind of funny. We've almost been talking for almost exactly 50 minutes on our 50th episode. So I look forward to 50 more episodes with my friend Hank Heimer. You know, who knows in 50 episodes from now what the world will be like. If what just stop and think about it for a second. You know, the last 50 episodes that we recorded been over about two and a half to three years. Think of all the things that have happened, you know, that have been fantastic or, you know, just a whole plethora of things that have happened to us individually as family, shoot, as a, a, a country and a world. Think what the next three years may bring. I hope it's better than 2020. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do, too. I do, too, because, our, you know what? Our fans demand more. We had a good friend who um, who texts me during the show, okay? Yeah. And, uh and, and he had words of encouragement because I, he called me and he said, uh, I texted him. I said, hey, I'm doing big fan. Uh, I can't talk. And he said, I hope this one's better than the last few. Oh, ouch. Did he have so, a hey. Ooh, yes. Go ahead. So, hey, you know what? We're here for our fans. You know, the one thing is he didn't stop listening. And that's the great <laughs> thing. The great thing. So, hey, keep your – hey. We're human too. We're going to put on a good show. And uh, you know what, Michael Banks? I don't like you very much. Actually, I thought our last two shows were pretty strong. The one prior, probably not our best, but I don't know what Michael's talking about there. If he wants to come on the show and bring some content and, you know, his personality, he's more than welcome. But I'll tell you, it takes a strong man to get on here and, you know, and speak to the world. You know, it takes... You got to have a lot of gumption. You got to have a lot of energy and you've got to have a lot of belief in yourself. And you know what, Michael Banks? I don't think you have any of those three things. So and I don't know if you want to come <laughs> on this podcast and join us, Michael. Get on here and bear your soul, Michael Banks. Come on now. There it is. There it is. So, Hank, it's uh, been an enjoyable time here with you. I look forward to 50 more episodes. I look forward to hearing what you've got going on in two weeks from now. 
when we bring you the next episode 51 of Big Fan. And Michael, this is your invitation. We expect you to be on episode 51 with Hank and I. We look forward to it. Right, Hank? Oh, I, hey, without a shadow of a doubt. I, you know what? I can't hear. I cannot wait to get 45 minutes of sock talk. So, <laughs> Banks, bring your A game, boy. Love it. I love it. All right, big fan listeners, we look forward to talking to, to you in two weeks. Enjoy your weekend. Peace. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.